This week on the Indo-Daily. President Donald J. Trump convicted of 34 felony charges. He absolutely could face time in prison. There have been a number of tragic incidents involved in this breed. Dozen people have died in the last few years after being attacked by these dogs. All the police are looking for a suspected gunman and that they couldn't find anything. Still has everyone talking. Find and follow us at all the usual spots and over on the Irish Independent website. In this week's Big Tech Show, we talk to the Dublin startup that wants to help big companies stop making stupid, embarrassing mistakes with their AI, such as telling people to eat rocks as part of a healthy diet. Basic definition of hallucination is stating something very confidently, but in fact, it's factually incorrect. AI technology is very good at stating something very confident, mimicking human-level confidence, but then they could be factually incorrect. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. People only stood up and he's like, now, I'm going to tell you why you're never going to be as good as Roy Began. <laughs> and, and he just <laughs> lit on me for about five minutes. We were doing runs, and I, I think it was in the 12th or 13th season, and there was a youngish Brian Howard there. I was basically not hitting the line. But he pulled me up like, he's like, Phil, you got to make a line. And I was like... <laughs> I was refereeing Philly and Michael Murphy. What I always said to them was, if they wanted the whistle, they could take it off me. <laughs> Can you tell me, A, how did you score that? And B, how did you not score every single free kick that you take? <laughs> this is not good. If you missed this, like... Go back playing soccer, like. And then there was four, four teams left in the football championship. Three of us back on the sofas, two All Ireland winners, and one man who was playing this weekend. And it is great to have this man on the show. He is an All Star, a distinguished All Star. He is by far the best cornerback in Ireland for a goalkeeper he is by far the best halfback in Ireland for a goalkeeper and he's also a bloody brilliant goalkeeper Niall Morgan welcome to the show thank you very much <laughs> there could be a few debating that the uh, <laughs> defensive stats especially the club boys mate I, con- mate I, I contacted your club manager today Colin, and I said give us a bit of door to Niall Morgan will you and he said he said, look, I haven't, he's only back from the county saying uh, he's back training with us, uh, but he'll definitely be really important to us in goal this year. <laughs> Is that right? Is he going to play it in goal? That's what I, would, I would be happy to play it in goal. <laughs> <laughs> mean less running. He said your Bronco test was uh, questionable, so you might have yeah. to play it in goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd be happy enough. I, I requested the goals, but he wasn't having it. So <laughs> what position will he play? Uh, well, I don't know. Usually I've played f- every position for the club in the last couple of years. I actually went back and played a friendly at the start of this year, done goals in it. Played full back last year for a couple of games, full forward for most of it, midfield, sweeping. So where I'd put you? I'd put you like a free roll around midfield, yeah. picking the balls. I, I would love forward. that. <laughs> free free roll yeah. sounds good. Like the balls <laughs> you were hitting coming out of, out of goal, like for Tyrone, like into the, straight into the full forward line. Now, I don't know if you get a chance at club. Is it is it, this, is it replicated, the, the kind of structures at Intercounty with club? As in, is it is it defensive... Uh, like northern football is it uh, is the mass defences in club yeah I think with Tyrone football it's it's really more the the county side of things because it's so parochial and every game means a lot so nobody wants to lose and there's nearly that um, fear of of taking a tanking by your neighbour I suppose mm-hmm. so teams are, are are reverting nearly to getting loads of numbers behind the ball so it's hard to get that sort of freedom um, like we've got 
and just in our club we have Darn and Con there and playing in around the middle. So like teams are are banking up like and, right, right. and getting men around them. Like. So Darren McCurry doesn't play in full forward. No, he play. He usually played eleven for us, right. but it's just to get him freed up like and yeah. and try to like he'd drift out towards midfield because if he plays inside, there's just he's, he's not, not going to get the ball, ball you yeah. know. And yeah. then at club level, you don't have the same standard of boys playing the the ball in as well. So mm. it's it's really difficult for him. So we we tend to play him out and then. I play in, played in last year for for the most of the season, uh, just as a bit of a target, I suppose. If if teams put men around him, then it it freed me up a wee bit. And then we have another lad, Harry O'Connell, who won a county All Ireland minor with with Throne, and he's about six foot four. So the two of us sort of stu- <laughs> stood on edge of six for a wee while. <laughs> Joe and, and Justy yeah, yeah, yeah. come back to Yeah, and I don't think any team had any big fear of us, like, but. Uh, <laughs> It it did it provided the the opposition with with they had the the thoughts of right we need to keep men back which give down the freedom more in around the forty five right okay yeah. how do you how do you find your fitness when you go back to play outfield uh, well it takes me about five or six weeks to, <laughs> to get <laughs> any sort of fitness back uh, are, are you not like are you not up to like outfield fitness when no, you're no no I wouldn't even be close um, the first two or three months with Tyrone, we'd do a bit of the running, and even our goalkeeping training would be quite high intensity. And yeah. then, as as it comes towards championship, we have a lot of match play stuff, and I'd be be standing back quite a bit. So, um, I usually tend to gain weight in around the the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Ulster Championship and all muscle, it's all muscle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then go back to the club, and then like I would have to be doing extra runs at the end of trains and stuff. Oh, and really? Try to, try to catch up with all. The ways. So you so really enjoy going back to the club. I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> whenever you said doing goals, there my eyes sort of lit up a wee bit. I would be happy, happy enough. But uh, have you took a break, a little break between? Going no, back? I I like to get straight back in it. So we we finished on Saturday and. Went to Donegal for a couple of nights with my wife and kids and missed training on Monday night, but I was back last night, so it's, body's it's a wee probably bit not sore a break today. of wife and kids going away, is it? No. You need another holiday <laughs> after that with kids. So are you like immediately the county guy who doesn't show up to training if you don't show up to training back with Absolutely, like even if you show up wearing your Tyrone gear, it's like <laughs> Oh, here he comes <laughs> early, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Do so you play like for Tyrone? Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Who are you playing tonight? Who are playing tonight? So, uh, yeah, like it's just you're back into the club mode and club mentality, and you're expected to, to always be on it, always lead every session, um, always pushing everybody on, and sometimes that. Is tough too because you can have everybody can have a bad day, yeah. or you can show up late and like. Darn is unbelievable at driving standards, like yeah. um, at Throne and at club. Uh, just I, I'm notorious for being late, as you've known for today. And I just remember there was one night. Uh, don't think it was last year. It was maybe the year before, and I showed up and sort of in the middle of the warm up, and <laughs> Darn is Darn said something, and I just snapped back at him. And I was like. You don't know what's going on in my life today. But he was he was over then after his event okay sort of thing. So he'll probably laugh now, like because I probably made up a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so you've just told every uh club player <laughs> in the country to use that now. You don't know what's yeah, going on. You don't know what's going on. Well, it's it's like, oh. I'll give you a quick uh, insight to leadership in, in the Dublin team. Like uh I was we were doing runs and I like I was like I think it was in the 12 to 13 season and there was a young youngish Brian Howard there uh, and I was I was I was basically not hitting the line and I was beating him to the runs wasn't hitting the well 
I was on the way back, so I was cheating, like you know. I hate that. He was hitting the line. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was like, I just want to get through this. I'm not having it today. I just want to get through it. Yeah. But he pulled me up, like he's like, Philly, you gotta make the line, and I was like, Fuck. <laughs> well, he was right. It was, yeah. and it was brilliant, and it really kept me accountable that day. I kind of thought to myself, I wanted to just hit him a box and say, sure up, but I, yeah. he was like, it was great to have somebody like you're saying you know someone to pull you up and, and keep you accountable to drive the standards like I think that's yeah. crucial but to have a club like is, is yeah well, like that's, that is probably the hardest thing when we go back is being like it's us three to try and like it's always said oh whenever they come back mm. whenever Niall Darn and Colin come back it'll be different And but now we've got a few boys have sort of really started to step up with Connor Mallins there as well he's our captain this year and he he captained Tro Miners down there or the Ulster as well. So like we've got a real good core of boys that have played for Tron at, at youth ages and maybe not just for one reason or another made it through. Um, and they're sort of starting to realise now like there is a bit of potential here, but we need more than the three boys to, to mm-hmm. be driving it all, all the time. Like so who's the standard drivers in the Tyrone team at the minute? We we're probably fortunate in that we've got a lot of boys there that, that do start like Darn is brilliant for it, Myler Hamsey, McGeary, like Petey Hart is like a si- one of the silent ones. Yeah. Like you just you just watch him and you know, like we need to up it here. Maddie's very Maddie speaks at the right times and says the right things. Um, I'm you know the person that can't cope whenever things aren't going right <laughs> and just goes bananas on it. Well, <laughs> That's you, me. Well, I don't expect anything, anything different from a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, yeah. Well, like I just. If you if you're not crazy as a goalkeeper, you're not a goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't have a filter. Like if if I think something <laughs> has to be said, like I just say it and like um sometimes I apologise for it after like but it's like I just don't understand why boys come to training to go through the motions. Mm. Um, or come to training late or anything like that. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I I always do uh, let boys away a wee bit of lateness like because <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like it's funny because at throne I'm never late. I'm always in time. Yeah. Um, I might be late to lift the <laughs> lift the boys, but they tell me 15 minutes earlier on <laughs> yeah, on yeah. purpose now at this stage. But uh, I just I sort of look at it like we're here, we're at county level for a reason. So like, don't behave like a club player whenever you get here. Like you yeah. know, really you wouldn't do push it on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really, really push it on and um, make use of the short window of time. Like because if it, a county train you're there for, like I leave the house for a county train. At quarter to six and not home to maybe 11 but you're only on the pitch for like an hour and 10 hour and 20 minutes yeah. so it's like if I'm going to travel all that time if I'm going to leave my wife and kids at the house like don't don't waste that yeah, that small window yeah. of yeah. what you have got because it could be so important then come later on in the year and you're only on the pitch maybe three times a week so like four hours a week yeah. you're on the pitch but you might be out of the house you know the equivalent of a day yeah yeah you yeah. know and, and it's t- I often think that sometimes as a younger person I was there too obviously you don't really appreciate what the older boys are doing and what they are giving up like there's me and PD now and Potty Maddie's just had a, a child there Joe Goose has a child um, that's I think, incredible I think that's yeah. it there's no I double bars with kids at the minute really? oh sorry Dean Rock has a child yeah I don't think anybody else has a kid I think you're yeah. right you know, when we so were playing we, there was only Darren Daly and Owen O'Gar yeah that's incredible there's, there's good yeah, like, well, like me, like I have two, two I've Christie's three and Maisie's two. PD Hart's got two kids and they're similar ages. Jeez. Maybe three and one. Um Maddie's was born last week. Actually oh. uh, last Monday. Uh Potty's wee boys maybe seven or eight. 
you thankfully that's like almost almost a conscious decision where boys are just like I'll yeah. just leave it until I'm 34 is, yeah. 35 like, cause definitely it'd be conscious yeah like I mean I suppose I've only kind of really got the grips of uh, the demands of having a child yeah. because Lennon is 17 months old like but he's like it's stressful it's it's hard but it's amazing at the same time like, yeah. and I could never get my head around how lads do while playing I just I think it's incredible I think it's incredible for the partners to do to take up the yeah. mantle when they're at yeah. training at matches training camps um, but like I, I I just I really didn't re I didn't really appreciate it when I was playing when I seen what Owen O'Gara was doing what Darren Daly was doing and it's it's it's, it's incredible but there's also things that you miss out on when you don't have a child at a young age like so my dad passed away at the age of 16 yeah. 65 uh, 66 sorry and he never seen his grandchild yeah and, and that's because I didn't feel I would have the commitment for a child while playing yeah you know and only for like Kira at home mm. who's willing to like nearly sacrifice her side yeah. of life um, mm. it just would be impossible like it's it's a complete juggling act for her all the time and everything has to be rejuggled and changed all the time for her like and she laughs like because people always say about me being organised like I'm our team rep I'm a primary school principal um, <laughs> and I'm so organised as everything and then she comes home and she, I'd say oh such and such is saying that, you know I've done well to organise something and she's like I can't wait till this man comes home <laughs> <laughs> you, know, know so. you should talk to the, the, the lads you start to Fergal and, and uh, Brian about setting up a crash in, in the, well, in the, see in to the be training ground see to be fair yeah. 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 so <laughs> to be fair to Fergal like, he would always say see if you need anything you need a babysitter you need a lift you need wow. this you need yeah. we'll sort it like you know I had to get an injection in my groin's in the in twenty one, and I was going down, and Fer was like, "Do you need me to lift you?" Do you need? And I was like, "No, no, no. I'm sure you've worked well. I mightn't be able to do it, but I'll get somebody to lift you at your house. Yeah. Bring it. But someone lifting you means get, giving you a lift in Dublin. Like you were saying, lifting you. I thought people would probably say lifting you up because you're injured. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> giving you a lift no, to train. No, like yeah. I like he was going to get somebody to pick me up, drive me down, Brilliant, get yeah. me, and I was and then he says um, how are you paying for it and I says oh, I'll just put it in my yard and then I get here whenever you're there ring me and I'll call out my yard details like and you know wow. like the two of the, the top managers do that yeah like, but you know? see the two of the, yeah. see between Brian and Fergal like I have to, I've never had any, anybody ever that's been so personable and like we were whenever Brian and Fergal got the job like it was like we were like oh Fergal's going to be good cop here and Brian's going to be yeah, yeah. bad cop like because all we ever seen was like the Naughties team where Brian was just like veins popping out of the head yeah. <laughs> uh, but like he's so like every night you come to train well how's things how really? are you and he's getting around he's all around all the players and him and Colin Kilpatrick have the funniest relationship like <laughs> they wind each other up <laughs> non-stop <laughs> constantly like uh, and it, it's Brit like so it's so such a good environment like the, the, the years when the All-Ireland the following year there was a there was a bit of an exodus of certain group of players or not certain group there was a, there was yeah. a, there was a few players that left left the squad um, what was the like were, were they all different reasons for them yeah even, like so, some of them just wanted to play more yeah um, and didn't want to sacrifice the amount of time for not playing some of them thought that they should have been a starter which is you're at a county level like you're, if you're not there to want to start mm. don't I, I say like you shouldn't shouldn't be here like if you if you're here to get a bit of gear and a, a jersey at the end of the year like you know you're wasting everybody's time <coughs> some of them were starting up businesses some of them were building houses some of them were just getting a bit older like and some of them maybe just thought they were better than what they were yeah 
um, if we're being realistic like and that's like in general like whenever some players leave and don't do their time you know like you have to I was probably fortunate that whenever I came in John Devine and Pascal McConnell were, were coming to the end of their careers otherwise I would have had to do my time like and, and wait out my chance and some boys just aren't willing to do that anymore and I think it's like the generation coming through now yeah. even like you're teaching in school and it's like I want that and I want it right now yeah. Yeah. you know and I think the difference between being a club player and being a county player is huge like you could be a really good club player but not even close to county standard like there was a lot of outside of Toronto there was a lot of is there something with the management team here oh yeah, what's yeah. Oh, we, we kind of laughed that off to be fair because we knew ourselves that the like we actually all get on really really well so like that part didn't annoy us but we nearly get on too well that nobody is willing to like I was the only one nearly doing the the truth telling at times <laughs> but everyone's just uh, like oh Niall's off uh, uh, again. Uh, yeah like, but, yeah. but like, that's the thing like whenever you, you you're always the same whenever yeah. it's always the same one doing it loses it's a fact yeah. like so um, whenever I would have said something to the people like at times it was oh you're always bloody mouthing like <laughs> you're always giving off like, and you can imagine right it, it wasn't in the same like language like yeah. as, <laughs> as that like um, so it does lose it's a fact like and I think some, I think the world is nearly changing a wee bit that oh you have to be positive mm. you have to be nice don't say anything bad yeah. you know you don't know what he's going through you know? and it's like if he comes and he sets his foot on this pitch wearing a county top he better be willing to take it <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like um, for this R and 20 and after the R and 20 minutes we'll high five we'll talk it out if yeah. he's got an issue we'll we'll get over it but it's like you have to be willing to be at the level in my opinion that you're you're going to take it like I give you an example from me was after to everybody remembers Killarney where yeah. the six goal <laughs> fiasco we just went on the the rip for the, for the <laughs> <laughs> we went the rip after it was the best thing that we could have done. Um, the management team's great, <laughs> <laughs> but that was the first time we had ever got to do that. Right, yeah. under Mickey, it was we never stayed the night of the game. We all we were always home, and I think it was because the Noddies they took the hand out of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like they were winning all Ireland, so like well, surely that's a good thing, but. Like on the Tuesday night, Brian came to me at Trin, and I've told this story before. Like, but he was like, "Oh, you know, it's, you're going to get a wee bit of a touch here." And I was like, "Why are you tell me this? Like, <laughs> I I better get a touch because I've conceded six goals. My kickouts were horrific." And I'm like, "If I had a, I actually said, if I had a came here tonight and you had a buttered me up, I would have been fuming because like you need to be, you need to be told." And like then Pete Donnelly stood up and. Like they were nearly buttering me up, even as they were doing the clips. Like even as they were pointing me out, and Pete Donnelly stood up and he's like, "Now, nah, I'm going to tell you why you're never going to be as good as Rory Began." <laughs> and, and he just lit on me for about five minutes. And after training, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to show him." And like uh, then yeah. I went on to probably play the the best football I had played in, in a few years. Like because nobody had stood up to me. As always, the one that was saying to somebody, "You're not doing this and you're not doing that," but nobody had give it back to me. Like and. That's too specific as well, isn't it? Like, you're yeah. not going to be as good as that yeah. goalkeeper. Yeah, like, yeah. and uh, it was probably because it was me and Rory were the two that everybody were comparing. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, we were, the, not everybody was saying, oh, they're the best two goalkeepers in Ireland, but it was them two play like each other, them two come yeah. out with the ball, them two hit free kicks, them two hit long kickouts, and it's like, right, that's your comparison. I know you want to be better than him, so yeah. I'm going to nail you on him. Like, yeah. Well, we'll just bring Rory Begging. Pete had done his year with Monaghan as well, you see. So, he that was... Peter left us, went to Monaghan for a year, so he had... Can um, I stick with the segue? Because it's actually okay. such a good setup for a picture that I wanted to bring up. 
and you can talk to me about this free kick. <laughs> You're almost not even in picture here, so this is Niall Morgan for anybody at home. I'll bring up the full picture on screen here. This is you're almost the halfway line here against Kerry in the other in semi final. Yeah. Like, can, uh, can you can you tell me A, how did you score that? And B, how do you not score every single free <laughs> kick that you take? Uh, I suppose like this was I I obviously in Croke Park you can see the timers. Like yeah. the, the time's up. Whenever the free kick was given, I think it was like thirty seven minutes fifty something. And then Milo was down for a while. Um and I sort of was like, you know what, like I'm just gonna have a pop at this like <laughs> It's a, free shot. Um, it's a free shot. Yeah, it's a free shot from the halfway line. I went up and McGeary's holding the ball, and I was like, I might as well have a shot here, like because the time's up. Yeah. And he was like, "You're not shooting from here." And the ref, I can't. Oh, that's all you needed then. I can't like, remember yeah. who was refereeing it that day. They were like, "This is the last kick," yeah. you know. And McGeary's like, "Like this is it," and he's like, "Yeah, if anybody else touches the ball, I'm blowing the whistle." So I was like, "Right, I've literally <laughs> got a free shot," but. Myler and McGeary stood the whole way through my routine calling the short kick anyway. I was like, it's the last kick. <laughs> <laughs> but David Moran went to the line. Yeah. And I was like, right, kick out, put it on top of David Moran. And that, that was in so my So you head. were taking, taking that free that you were taking the kick out? Yeah. Uh, that, that, like, that's not... The, I don't do the same run-up at all for, for a free as I do for a free because... So you're saying to me now, uh, to me and Colin, that that was a fluke? No, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> well, you have, you seen, have you seen me hitting any more from there? <laughs> was like that's an incredible kick. Because I, totally. that's literally what was going through my. If I can land this on top of David Moran, you have a chance. I'd, 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 like, I'd, I'd give a high. Like, me and Petey Hart used to laugh about Like, I used to practice from the 65 all the time from Givahi, uh up in Givahi at training. And it was like, if I could nail one of these in a match, I can get an extra five yards. Because the adrenaline in the game, I'd get an extra fight, <laughs> and every now and again, one of them would go over. And I think Petey said to me at some stage during it, "Is like, just like you're high." And he he knew he said to me after, "I knew you were going to score it." Wow, that made one of us. Well, <laughs> who, who's this trying to block you? That's what I want to know. I, 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 I don't shame it. Don't, I don't, it could have been like, but I don't, like, I don't I, think he I knows where he is on the pitch. Like there. if you're hitting a free kick, you do at times see. Yeah. Kicker, but this was that far out. All exactly. I was seeing was was Morn on the line, yeah. and whoever this was for us, I can't remember. They go into the square, and the referee blew the whistle and asked, "Like, see if he's given a square." But that's why he sort of stand. <laughs> as if, did he give a square ball? Ronaldo Nani type of thing. No, but yeah. I was like, thank God, he, he, uh, I wasn't sure because I'd have probably fist pumped the whole way back to my yeah. <laughs> My, my favourite score that I ever had in my career was was against her own in around that zone Elmi hands so so like to kick that off the ground like is incredible like I just yeah. like and I think O'Shea did it against Kerry uh, yeah. against Dublin last year yeah. but I don't think it was that far was it no it was uh, it was the other side of the 65 yeah. still incredible so kick like for that, that distance there yeah. is uh, and it, because you kicked it straight like as in like it, it's right in front of the goal did you find that easier or from an no, angle I hit uh, see, straight, like a stri- straight yeah. I'd rather be either side like, but yeah. for that one as I say because it was like a kick out stance yeah. it was like just nail it the, the way you'd hit a, a long kick out and just do that all the time you'll, you'll always you score yeah well funny <laughs> Fergal did say to me this year he's like I think you're being you know you're playing with field too much like I love golf like and he's like oh you're 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 too much you're playing with field like he says yeah. you need to just start driving it over the bar and I was <laughs> thinking yeah it's that easy for <laughs> like you've got a wee well, kick. your own kick outs like so you, you you would fancy yourself to kick it like so maybe halfway down then. to the opposite 45 considering you're out 20 yeah. metres like yeah is that what your the, my, my aim be? for a kick out would be this line here wow um, if we're going long, like, but 
it's it's just like sometimes they come off and sometimes they don't like but yeah. Yeah. we that in that game in particular we th we nearly went long every kick out because Curry had such a high press yeah. that we thought you know what Beat the press. even even if they win the ball here they have such lot of they have a lot of work to do. Yeah. So we just kept pumping uh, it, pumping it, pumping, and even like David Moore would have been playing that game. Yeah. He? Well, like we we sort of knew that we weren't going to yeah. win yeah. a lot of kickouts, but we knew that we were going to have lots of bodies around it to, yeah. to to hit them. But then at the weekend, they completely dropped off, and they're like, I, see, the I was going to ask you, can, you can before it. we bring Morris Deegan in here now, yeah. but like, why didn't you do it at the weekend? Is this because they, they dropped they off? They completely dropped off. They give us the short kick out. Like, and, and would it not make more sense that for you to push people that you leave you well like, then, like they they we, the we, sort of, we sort of tried to say like we'll bring our boys out like, but then they sort of left Clifford this side of it. So <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if, we yeah, yeah. if we if we pump this and we lose it. You know, like Clifford's risk award. Yeah, it's risk yeah. award. Like f looking back, you probably would have said, you know what? Let's let's I pump five or six more. Like, but sure, like that's what I was saying before the g before we came in here. Like we we get absolutely tanked. What so would like you change? No like you say tanked. What does that mean? Like, what was the pieces that made you get tanked? Um, like? like, I suppose, like w f watch Throne v Kerry. Whenever Throne do well, we have bodies around them at all times. We're we're swarming them. We're we're making them uncomfortable. And at the weekend. We we didn't get close to doing that, um, and I think like whenever you're playing Kerry, in my opinion, you have to either go full press, and every man's got a man, and everybody's harassing somebody else, or else you go completely the the reverse where you're meeting them at a certain line. Whereas we sort of dropped a bit of a sweeper in, which just give them overlap, overlap. We're we're sort of caught between the two stools. Whereas um, I think we we were meant to sit, sit off them a bit more, but. Like whenever the adrenaline gets going, and sometimes boys think, "Oh, I can go in there and get a tackle," and you know, nearly went in ones. Even when we had the ball, we were nearly going in, in ones, as I call it. Like there was no real support. So, like whenever Kerry were getting the tackle on, we were turning around, and all it was was another Kerry man yeah. coming in to, to finish the job. Um, and just it just wasn't like us. We did we didn't perform. Kerry were excellent, obviously, but we we didn't perform and. Um, we're we're all seriously disappointed with with how we played. Like, but if you lose that game, by, if you play like that and lose by a point, you're sitting going, oh, mm. if only we had a. Yeah. And sometimes you just don't play well. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the, yeah, where you have to be realistic about it. And do if you, you don't play well against a team like Kerry, yeah. Do you think um, the games you played before that game were structurally different? So oh it was yeah. Hard for well, like, to we, be. like Donegal set off, but they also have a couple of players that that like to stay up um that we sort of nearly targeted in terms of right if we can take them out of the game and we can go with our our legs like we're going to have the overlaps mm. um so like I played a wee bit more out against Donegal than I did against Kerry but that's like a Crook Park thing I don't think that you can play that roving keeper in Crook Park mm. um and it like people say oh it's the same size of pitch but it's just like you, it saps you. Like, yeah. like I'm just thinking about the Ulster final 2021. Uh, yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> but that that was just the the way that game. Went. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody talks about that kick out where I'm pressing. Yeah. Um, but like Petey was doing nets. Right. Like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was a case of I went out and they brought on a sub and Petey's man went off from like being inside, and the new man went on. Nas already out there, so Pete Donnelly was like, just pick him up. Yeah. Petey'll co Petey'll cover you. Yeah. So that's why I went because I was like, I've got cover, but. 
But everybody's looking at you as the goalkeeper. But everybody's what looking at me thinking, like, what, what's he doing? Like, there's no keeper yeah. in that. But like, we can all ha- we can all use our hands. Like, the same <laughs> you know, and you've seen Pity against Galway this year. Shoot, hundred yeah. percent kickouts <laughs> compared to me. But even even like Comber's goal against uh, Derry, Der- uh, Derry. Yeah, you know that yeah. that'll show you the difference between you know the keeper coming out in Crow Park. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. I'm going to stop it there because I, I don't want to hear any more from that <laughs> game like, yeah. um, alright we'll leave it there we're going to bring in Morris Deegan ok absolutely delighted to welcome to the show I'm not stretching too far to say a lot of people's favourite referee it's Mr Morris Deegan <laughs> Morris I'd like to start by thanking you thank you for protecting Michael Murphy, for forgiving the football word, Michael Murphy protecting him from Philly McMahon and his Dublin teammates all around him. I don't know what they're going to do, and there you are, shouldering yourself in. Look, Colin, when I was refereeing Philly and Michael Murphy, in fairness to them, I, what I always said to them was, if they wanted the whistle, they could take it off me. <laughs> <laughs> well, half the time, it was Philly was looking for a free one way, and Michael was looking for a free the other way. He couldn't win with it. Well, I know which one you gave. <laughs> I'm surprised now because when I said to Niall as well I said that you were coming on his, his face lit, lit up he said oh actually I, I like Morris he's one of my more, I, more I told him Morris is not reffing anymore no, right. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get any brownie pints Niall I'm sorry I finished <laughs> um, so, so myself and Niall uh, you were on this trip weren't you over to Dubai no. Were you not? No. Abu Dhabi, no, you weren't. It was, uh, it was me, it was Peter Hart, Peter Donnelly, and Colin Kavanagh, and we, we were on the bus with, with Morris, and we, we, came, up oh, with we came up with a name for Morris. Uh, we, were, we were trying to pronounce Colin Kavanagh in a, in a Toronto, Colin Kavanagh, we couldn't pronounce him. Anyway, it turned to uh, Morris, and his nickname was, do you remember the nickname? <laughs> Martin King, <laughs> you know the weatherman. He's the image of the weatherman. He actually looks very much like him. Yeah. He's a massive Dublin fan as well. Oh, so yeah. We call. Him. He looks like me, you know. Don't forget yeah. that. Yeah. I was just raging. I never got the chance to call you on the pitch. All right, Martin King, relax with the freeze there. Kieran Kenny called me enough, but I tell you every time we're playing. So will we get into some of the the uh, juicy bits that we have for? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's one that I want to start with anyway. It's from the Mayo Dublin game at the weekend. Morris, I think everyone was sort of talking about this to oh, pick yes. off the ground. Did Jordan Flynn pick it up off his knees? Did it hit the ground? I want to know why did nobody just go back a split second further and ask, did Lee Gannon foil him on the way down? Is that why he ended up falling and brought the ball down? What was your take on this one? Well, really and truly, everyone was just looking at the uh, why he disallowed the goal and when they showed the replay it was whether he picked the ball off the ground with his knees or not which technically is a foul uh, and like to be fair to David he wasn't too far away from it I think he was only five six seven yards away from it so he called it straight away so whether the ball hit the ground or not is open to interpretation but for the letter of the law you can't really pick the ball off the ground technically it was a free out yeah. that answers your question no Colin but Philly's going to come with another very one. Very politically answered, yeah. Very well answered. <laughs> but like a referee, and like we're looking at a, a screenshot here, right? Yeah. Um, but in fairness to Goff, like you're not going to be able to know if that ball bounced between his legs. Yeah. So, so it is a free. In my eyes, in that moment, if you're in, if you're in the referee's eyes, that's a free out. Okay. <laughs> Whether it bounced or not, I'm saying. Yeah. If it didn't, if it didn't, if it bounced, it's it's not a free out. 
if it bounces, uh, sorry, sorry, if you're in the referee's eyes right there and then in that moment, I don't think you're going to be able to differentiate that ball bouncing between yeah. someone's legs. So I can free you. I do agree with your point though. Yeah. I possibly think there's a free before that. Yeah. Or a penalty. A penalty, sorry. Yeah. Been a penalty, yeah. Because that's yeah. the thing. It's so funny that everyone was then debating about like it actually worked in David Goss' favour almost because they were going like, in and, and and I agree with you. It's like we can't see, like you can't, you can't make that decision that quickly. Well, or skim the ground or not, but everyone forgot about the reason that Jordan Flynn was down there in the first place because he was through. It was windy today. It was yeah, windy. yeah. <laughs> never fell. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk to you about. Um, the, the, there's, there was a clip of me a couple of years ago where the ref was mic'd that I didn't know he was mic'd um, and I was saying to him it was always the defender always the blown up you know and I was there was one uh, incident um, in the Kerry Tyrone game where uh, Potty Hamsey was it was Potty Hamsey wasn't it it was, it was with David Clifford and um you could see that the two of them are at it like so at that stage like there's kind of a little bit of common sense like the two years are at it but generally would you say that there's a more of a biased <laughs> this is where my biased <laughs> defense comes in there's more of a biased decision around the forward getting the benefit of the doubt there on on on, on the basis that there's two umpires generally looking at the defender fouling there not not necessarily uh philly because to be fair like uh, the forward <laughs> could instigate it just as quickly as the defender because take uh, going back to your point there, David Clifford is like he's he's well able to mind himself. Do you know what I mean? So like, and if he feels that he can get a free inside and maybe get a reaction from the defender, well, he's going to he's going to test that boundary. Do you know what I mean? So. I wouldn't agree with you that it's always in the forwards, uh, we'll say, percentage as regards getting the free. Do you know, there's a bit of both always. Like, I could name four or five forwards that are no angels. Do you know what I mean? And uh, would have always tried to draw the free as such, uh, we'll say, as you said, from the umpire or the linesman, but mainly from the umpire if it's an off-the-ball decision. Yeah, I, I think... Um... I, I think Clifford is brilliant at it. I don't know if you've noticed anything in, in terms of Clifford's movement, but his separation is excellent. Like He'll use his hand, cross your face, cross your body, just to get that little bit of separation from the move. And this particular incident, because I'm honed in on the defence. Yeah. When I'm watching a game, it's very hard for me to watch the actual game as a spectator. I'm watching Clifford, I'm watching Hamsey, and I, and I see him, and the referee directly goes in and says, right, who's going to be fouling there? It has to be the defender. Like, yeah. So, And then if the ball is coming in this way and, and the two players are facing that way but the goal's behind them the umpires are just seeing possibly the defender here like you know not the separation and then the push off or whatever it is yeah. but as a goalkeeper do you see you know any bias towards a forward or defender <laughs> always best <laughs> <laughs> uh, look I suppose like uh, we're, we're, look I'm not going to say the defence are angels in, in it there's obviously that, that aggressive side of things um, but it does seem to be a lot of the time, like as umpires, you know yourself more. So you're getting your umpires nearly to relay the message to the, the players to yeah. yourself or whatever. Um, and a lot of the time, it is you know tell number five to stop holding, tell number three to stop holding, and you're sort of saying like, who who's relaying the message to the to the forward player then? Um, like, you know, it's it's a thankless job, like. Um, mm -hmm. But I think. 
there's there's a lot of times where referees could take the help of their their umpires more seriously, I suppose, uh, for for want of a, a better way of putting it, um, and take on board that like you know right the two of them are at it. I'm just going to let the thing flow rather than trying to catch out the defender and and hold him. And the, there's there's always the classic statement, and David Clifford actually said it to me at the weekend. Sure, sure. Why would we be holding? We've got the ball, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, we know why you're holding because you're trying to engage the defender to hold you back, <laughs> and then you're going to run away and, and and draw your foul. Like, so it's a. I think I think there's like some referees are really consistent in their approach. Where right, two boys are at it here. We're going to let it go. We're going to let them play. Uh, like I, I was saying to Philly and Colin beforehand, like Marty McNally, from for my opinion, is really good at saying right. We're going to let this game go both ways. Uh, if if you mess about, I'm going to pull you on it. If you're a third man in, I'm going to pull you on it. If you're mouthing at me, you're going to have a long day. But he, he gets the respect from players because he, t- he talks to the players and explains his decisions, whereas I just feel there's a wee bit of inconsistency from, from some other referees and how they approach things. I think that's very important with your referee hitting an aisle is the communication between the players and the referee. I think that's massive. I... I always used to find myself that I don't I don't know I would have always talked to the ref to the players, always called them by the, their first name because you're treating them uh, re- with respect and you generally got back respect from the players then in that in the intern you know what I mean so absolutely and I would have always I, I say that yeah, to Philly before I heard you're on it yeah that yeah that, that's why I actually yeah. did smile because I was saying like we always get on well with your with yourself you always talk to in a in a respectful manner manner and like there's the whole thing around give respect get respect but uh, like it is a two-way system and that yeah. if, if you approach the referee with with respect then you get it back and and likewise the other way around and i think again there's an inconsistency to that model of of approach um at times and and you get caught out by it by you know every, everybody has times in a game where the tempers are raised a wee bit and the adrenaline and stuff and i think at times there needs to be an allowance for that as well and that okay like that's a big moment in the game he's got a wee bit mm. excited there um, but I'm going to talk to him calm him down and and, and we'll get, get the thing back going yeah like it even goes back to the, the, to the umpire side of things like I could ask the umpires who said that we refereed over the years who's their favourite goalie and Niall Morgan will come up as one because <laughs> He he treats the umpires never with respect. In goal. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves us alone. <laughs> he treats them with respect, like he he treats them as proper people. Like do you know, know what I mean? Like the, they'll have the chat and whatever after the match and stuff like that, and there's no issue. Do you know what I mean? Whereas there's some keepers, not naming any, that would look down from the umpire. Do you know what I mean? Looking yeah. at that picture there, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, I'm very conscious that we've got we've got one of the toughest defenders in Ireland and a goalkeeper from one of the most combative teams in Ireland, and they're on here and they're giving their say. And there's probably some classy forward watching this, be like, "What? I'm always getting dogged." Like you know, maybe we Definitely. need a, a bit of balance. But like, there is the the two yellow cards. One is my pet peeve. Um, Morris, you can be honest now. Like you know, now that you're sort of taking a step back, you know, from from being all under the lights have you ever like not exactly known what's happened and gone down and just given the two yellows anyway just to just to calm everybody down I always find that if <laughs> if they say there's a, a foul a 50-50 foul if you blow the free and you paint one way straight away 
right? <laughs> everyone in the everyone in the place thinks, yeah, he's right. He's one hundred percent. He's bang on because he's showing confidence in the way yeah. that he's painted for me. And I always give it to Philly. To be fair, <laughs> so in other words, you're going with the noise of the crowd. <laughs> Is there anybody in the stand that's on the earpiece? Because we've seen David Goff there at the weekend. There was a there was a, a, a sideline ball to Dublin. But it was a foul. It was a foul, and David Goff uh, actually stopped it and went, "No, it's a free against Dublin." And the fans were going mad. But it was, a, I, I felt it was the correct decision. Um, but he said some, to one of the players something about his earpiece. Was that just another offici- uh, official, or was that somebody in the stand? There's no big brother in the stand, <laughs> Philly. <I'm sorry. laughs> that's my uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my. Uh, it was probably, it was probably could have been the linesman. I'd say probably could have told him, look. Maybe the free was should have went the other way rather than a line ball or whatever. Do, have you ever complained that it's not just in your priority to say if it's a cynical foul or not? Like I'd say sometimes it's it's painful when you know somebody cynically fouled someone, but he didn't drag him down, he didn't trip him, he didn't. That must be heartbreaking. Well, you have to give a yellow card rather than the black card. Well, you see, that's the thing. You see, do you know what I mean? You're, you're... Going back to, I think it was in the Tyrone game, was it, Niall? Uh, Noel Mooney gave a yellow card. He was 100% right to give the yellow card, even though the whole country was wrong for a black card. Conquer Patrick. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 It was a high tackle, uh, isn't that right? Yeah. 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 Rather than a it, it, black. It was a, cynical, it was a cynical tackle, but under the black card rule, there's no, it's, it's, it's not in it. Yeah. He didn't pull him down. He didn't body collide him. He didn't remonstrate with a referee. Like they're all the black card rules. Yeah, yeah, remember that. Yeah, it was only it was only a yellow card offence. You know, he gave the yellow card offence. He gave the yellow card, which he was right. Gave the free in, but uh, but still, everyone was wrong. He should have gave a penalty and a black card, which would have been incorrect as parole. That's that's just the nature of the beast. That's another thing that needs to be probably looked at. If it's a cynical foul like that, which it was. Yeah. Uh, that should have been you know that he yeah, should have by right yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly should have been black hard but it's not well Morris thank you very much for coming in for this group therapy session <laughs> um, yeah we feel like got a lot off for chess we'll have to bring you in every week for this <laughs> <laughs> no bother no bother at all